Hello and welcome to another episode of The Restaurateur. I'm your host, JD. If you're new to this channel, please do consider subscribing or giving us a follow depending on where you're watching or listening to this from. So you'll stay up to date with the latest business discussions that we conduct here that could actually help you run your business or live your life in general. The biggest shift in the way restaurants and food businesses operate has finally come its way. We never really saw the importance of having a solid online presence before the pandemic arrived. As entrepreneurs, we have to take the high road of creativity, not just to survive as a business, but also to keep our relationship with the customers alive through our service and our food. With mandates around the world to minimize the workforce in establishments and completely cut off the dining experience and make way for services like drive throughs pickups, takeaways, and deliveries, the only way for us to stay relevant in this business space in this time is to go to the internet. I'm sure a lot of restaurant owners didn't really give it much thought to put their business and their services online. If you're one of those people and now you're faced with all these changes that you have to make and you don't know where to start, here's what you need to know. Some ways to transition your business online will cost you a lot of money, but fear not because there are ways that will cost you virtually nothing to start with. Just to get this out of the way though, of course, I myself prefer the cheapest way because of the practicality and the value that you get from it through the results by costing you virtually close to nothing. So without further ado, here are the things that you have to think about when you're transitioning your business online. Thought number one, now is probably the best time for your restaurant to have its own app. Now this move is easily available for big chains because it costs a lot of money, but it wouldn't really hurt your restaurant if you have one for yourself, if you really can afford it. This gets really expensive because you have to pay the cost of the developer's time developing the app and programming it so that it could be usable. Aside from that, you also have to pay for the server where you will store all your application's data and the personal information of your customers. The big advantage of having your restaurant's own app is the experience that you can give to the customers. Now that we're all stuck to not being able to visit our favorite restaurant's brick and mortar store, the only way your fans can experience your brand aside from the food that gets delivered to their doorstep is through the experience that they get on the app on their phone. From the way the app looks to the way how it feels when they use it and the ease that it brings when ordering or browsing through the menu will add to the experience that they already miss and love about you. This way, the app connects you and the consumers through the food and the experience just like having your own store open. And of course, it's just really convenient to have an app of your favorite restaurant laying around your phone ready to be clicked when a craving comes. Thought number two. If an app is too much work and expense for you, have a website built for your business. It's way cheaper and faster than having an app built for your restaurant. You'll still have to pay the cost of the development of your website, plus the fees of the server where you will upload all the data of your website and the customer's information, but it gets developed a lot faster than having an app worked on for months. It pretty much does the same thing an app can, except for the convenience of having the app readily available and clickable if you need it. In the case of having a website, unlike the app where it's just in your phone readily available, your customers will have to go out of their way to open the internet browser, type your URL, just to get the experience or order food from your business. But still, a website does provide a really unique experience, especially if you design the website to feel and scream like your brand. 
Aside from that, you can also put on your website an ordering platform. That way, you can take orders online and cashless payments. Idea number three. Last but not least, if you don't really want to spend money and can't wait for the developer of your website or your app, then you can start cheaply by going on social media. Social media is free and I'm pretty sure everyone's eyes are glued on them, especially when everyone's in quarantine. Whether you go on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok, or wherever you want, you can easily create an account and start posting photos of the things that you want to sell and let the world know about it. Look around you. You might have seen your friends put photos online on their social media and sell something like a cake or a cookie. The main disadvantage of this though, at least for me, is the inconvenience of having an order process built into Facebook or any social media platform. Even if you couple the ordering process on social media with a form that people can fill out and submit, the chances that you will encounter people who can't really follow instructions easily are still high. However, if you're patient enough and you don't mind that trade-off just to get your business started online, then this path is the right one for you. Just make sure you build your identity by uploading photos that uniquely tell the story about your brand. And also work on the logo and the banner that you have so that you can stand out from all the rest of the people in social media. I've always believed this since the pandemic struck the world that the best way to survive as a business is to get your entrepreneurial brain engaged. Get creative with the way you respond to this and the transition that you want to take to get your business online. Because believe me, this pandemic might have changed a lot of us, including our social behavior, but it didn't really affect how we crave for and want the experience from our loved brands in their food and their service. And this has been another episode of The Restaurateur. I hope you guys find your way through navigating the online space just to stay relevant, especially in these trying times. It might not be easy at first, but with these methods that we've just shared today, we hope you find the right one for you to get it started. Again, thanks for tuning in. Good luck on your transition to the online space. I'll see you there.